What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast. I'm Jeff James. As always with me, the incredible, unobtainable, luscious Brody Fultz. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Sweet, man. You? I'm doing good, too. Busy week? Uh, yeah, so far. Well, work hasn't been too crazy busy, but I've been busy enough and had some, some stuff going on. But uh, how about you? Sounds like you've had a pretty busy week. Yeah, I've been pretty. Yeah, yeah, I've been pretty busy. Yeah, um, I feel like people probably think that I just say that as like small talk at the start of the podcast, just just to like you know whatever. But I don't think people <laughs> understand. Guy, he doesn't even play games. Yeah, no, but well, I also just think that like we people just think I, I do like the how are you and blah blah blah. But it's like yeah. we like some weeks we this is between really texting we talk. <laughs> we talk and then we talk like usually on the weekends when we play games together online but like we've been both so busy during the weeks that like this yeah. is typically when i actually figure out if you've had a good or bad or a shitty week <laughs> so it's authentic <laughs> chat i swear to god but you it know is. It, is it is what it is i mean in the world of podcasts where i guess other people just do small talk bullshit we're actually just trying to have an authentic conversation <laughs> It's the times we live in, man. Um, But anyways, every single week, Brody and I discuss gaming news from around the interwebs and beyond it as well, and bring it to your ears on every major podcast platform. So if you're listening for the first time, hit the subscribe button, whether on YouTube or you're listening to the audio version of the podcast. And uh, typically, um, we go live around 9-ish, 9-15-ish o'clock on uh, on the old YouTubes on Thursday nights, and uh, the audio version goes up uh, hot and steamy and fresh, scheduled for 5 a.m. every Friday morning. <laughs> what? What did you I say? Said, get it while it's hot. Get it while it's hot. Um, every Friday morning at uh, 5 a.m. for that commute or that uh, eventual commute that's coming back so we can all hate our lives again hey. and sit in our cars forever. Not me, though. That's I right. drive into the middle of nowhere currently. It takes me like 17 minutes. So, <laughs> same. Indiana Absolutely life, baby. Indiana life. <laughs> <laughs> I have a city here, and then there's nothing around me. Yeah, nothing so, for a good 20 minutes, and then you might find another city, city maybe. Yeah. And then there's a, like a stretch. A somewhat decent town, I guess. Yeah, with weird names. And then yeah. there's like a stretch for like an hour where there's just nothing, and then you hit Indianapolis, and you're like, oh, wow. Hey, that's where this is. Well, well <laughs> actually, there's right nothing, there. and then you drive on the interstate and then you see a giant Nesquik bunny and then all of a sudden it's just like an urban utopia of a bunch of crazy <laughs> shit going on. You're just like, wow, <laughs> this escalated quickly. Like cornfields, Nesquik yeah. bunny, giant Nesquik factory, and then... That Nesquik bunny has been there forever. And I remember that being like a mark of when we were like getting close to Indy or whatever when I was a kid. So the get, thing's been there forever. So two things. Get this. One, the screen is pretty messed up on the Nest Quick Bunny. Oh, yeah. You can't really see shit on it. Um, two, in the line of work that I'm in right now, I speak to a lot of like bigger companies, and sometimes these companies are overseas. I ended up speaking with Nestle through my job, <laughs> but I was speaking to um, uh, Nestle... Uh, people in operations at Nestle that were in South Korea and Switzerland. And I'm talking to the guy, I'm talking to the guy in South Korea. He's like, Indiana. I'm like, yeah. He's like, do they have that giant bunny on the side of the road still? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> how the fuck is this happening? You know, 
I was just like, 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 how in the hell does this guy? And then, and then he goes in to explain he's the dude that helped put that factory in place. Really? Yeah, from South Korea. He lived in Indiana awesome. for three years. He lived in Indiana while they built that plant. Probably motherfucked that bunny every day. Every day. <laughs> just every absolutely. day. He's like, it won't work. I told him, like, dude, the screen's broken. <laughs> you Bro, you get your ass over here from South Korea and you need to fix that shit, dude. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast. And like I said before, subscribe to our podcast on YouTube or the uh, podcast platform if you're choosing. We are on uh, damn well every platform. I mean, everyone's making a new platform here and there. But, it's true. You know, we're on them. We try to keep we, up with the times. We are. We are. I think we do it. I, yeah, I think we've managed to be just about everywhere. I I think. I mean, if there's anywhere we are not, you please let us know and we will we will make yeah. ourselves known there. <laughs> I think we've also made it through the hell of the great podcast statistic purge because we seem to start going up again now, which is nice. But yeah, podcast for a while, stats are I, weird, y'all. They it's, are weird. It's a weird it's place. No one knows what's going on. <laughs> no one knows. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it seems like we're crawling our way back out of hell. It's great. I love it. Um. Anyways, moving on from hell. Uh, what games did you play this week? <laughs> uh, I played some Final Fantasy fourteen. That's gonna becoming the game I've been playing quite a bit of lately. Uh, we played some Cold War Zombies. Uh, which that outbreak mode, like uh, we posted about it today. It's still awesome. I still enjoy Dude, I that love mode it so much. It I is hope- fantastic. I can see how it could get old at some point. Yeah, it's repetitive. It it can get a little repetitive, but it is still less repetitive than regular zombies. So that in itself is already great. But it sounds like, I mean, they hopefully will be adding more content to this because it's really, really, really awesome. Uh, and then the other thing I have been playing, uh, I just started playing it tonight, and I've owned this game for a while. Uh, it's actually Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. It's like a two D. It's a two D like fighting game. It's cool. Hmm. It's cool. It's 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 um it's kind of simpler. It's not as crazy as some of the fighting games. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like either okay. that or I'm just really bad, which is also very possible. <laughs> and you have like, I mean, it is a tag team thing. So you sure. pick like two fighters and they'll, they'll jump in. And then once one gets KO'd, you bring in the other one and stuff. I, I mean, so far from what I've played of it, it's, it's pretty good. And I bought it a long time ago and I've been playing it or I have not played it for a couple years now and, and yeah. jump back in and, uh, relatively simple and uh, but it's good. I mean, it's got some Persona characters in there, Persona Four characters, uh, Blaze Blue characters, uh, and then it's also got Ruby characters. Actually, believe it or not, so that's really? kind of neat, interesting. Huh. Yeah. How is Rooster Teeth doing? I have no clue. No clue. Hmm. I I haven't listened to Rooster Teeth in. A long time. <laughs> I go back and watch the Funhouse stuff, the Cucks video, because yeah. it cracks me up every time I watch it. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I haven't seen like any of their stuff on the time. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know that Ruby was. I mean, I know Ruby is big. Don't everyone's gonna lose their shit and be like, "What are you fucking mean?" Blah blah. blah. It's just I didn't. I didn't yeah. know if I carry. I'm digging myself a hole. Okay, cool. I played Spider Man. <laughs> Um, and I also played, uh, zombies outbreak with you. 
Um, uh, Miles Morales or no original? I played. I played. I played. Oh, yeah. um, well, remastered version of Spider Man. So I had fun with that. Had a blast with that. Trying to go back and just kind of like get all the trophies up. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And so you didn't hundred percent at your, your no, first no, no. Okay. I'm a fucking casual. Um, Miles is even harder to hundred percent just because there's some some very not not necessarily harder, but there's some things where you have to get like so many combo and yeah, skill based yeah, yeah. stuff and things like that. So yeah, I'm just going through like I, all I like the defeat all these enemies and get you know all yeah. the car chases in this zone. You're like swinging around for 10 minutes being like somebody fucking make a crime like i know how spider-man feels now like how, you, you don't you don't want to solve all the crimes you don't want to get rid of your job you know <laughs> right job security that's right some dude. Villains around. exactly that's why that's he why goes corrupt him. man <laughs> jesus um and then uh yeah played zambies with you so that was fun i i love if they made this like a standalone game there's rumor. Mm-hmm. If they made it a standalone game and it wasn't as repetitive, I mean, I don't, I don't feel the repetitiveness in it yet because no, I, I mean, I don't, I don't we haven't put, I mean, we put a good amount of time into it, but I don't think we put that much time into it yet. Um, no. But I mean, like where there's drops and stuff, you'd be like, oh yeah, there's usually a drop here. Oh, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> you, know yeah, what I mean? you kind of figured some of that out, but I mean, yeah, to yeah. an extent, that's also, I mean, even your battle royale is kind of that's pretty out much video games. The- Right, that's video games in a nutshell. But yeah. this, I think it switches it up enough that, I mean, really at this point, most of the times that we've played, each time we do one of these like three levels essentially that they mainly have, mm-hmm. um, it's a different objective on each level. And it kind of switches it around. And even then there's like random spawns of big guys and things like that. And I mean, honestly, I haven't felt the fatigue of it yet either. And like I said, it's, way less repetitive than regular zombies and people put hundreds of hundreds of hours into regular zombies so uh if you haven't tried this i strongly recommend giving this a go if you already have cold war or or whatever oh it's it's, fantastic dude even if you don't like cod like it's worth honestly jumping into it and trying it out yeah, uh, this is by far the most fun I've had in COD in a long time. And I actually really enjoyed Modern Warfare too, but this mm-hmm. is just so much better. I mean, we were we were playing on Monday while the girls were watching The Bachelor, and my wife said that she could hear me down here shouting about zombies, and she could hear you talking to or while she was talking to your wife on the phone about the bachelor, <laughs> she could hear you screaming about zombies too. <laughs> Did she hear the part where I said, our wives are watching dumb shit while we play this awesome game? I don't know. She might have. have. Might have. <laughs> I stand by my comment, baby. Yep. Stand by it. Um, you got the upcoming game. Yeah, I was going to say, is it a typo something. or is this legit? No, I had to add something, so I, I changed my order up. And okay, all right, way to go about it. All right, let me fuck this up. March nineteenth, <laughs> <laughs> can't drive this. Comes to PC, PS five, PS four, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Plants vs Zombies: Battle for Neighborville uh, comes to Switch. March twenty second, Fall Guys season four will be coming to PC and PS four. Uh, Vaporum Lockdown will come to Switch in March 23rd. You're going to see Hunting Simulator 2, a Ranger's Life DLC, come to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. Overcooked All You Can Eat will be coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And Stories of Seasons, uh, Pioneers of Olive Town will be coming to Switch just in the U.S. 
Um, moving on from that, March 24th, we'll see Paradise Lost hit PS4, PS5. Oh my gosh, PC, PS4. There, I did, I did it. And Xbox One, I made it pretty far. Woo! Uh, and uh, March 25th, you're going to see Black Legend come to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. <laughs> Holy shit. Dark with a Q, complete edition. Comes to PS5 and Xbox Series X. L, oh, gee, you gave me the fucking Spanish thing. I'm How sorry. do you even say what? El Hio? El Hio? El Hio. El Hio. Okay. Guys from Canada. Terrible with <laughs> Spanish. If it's French, sure. Uh, El Hio, A Wild West Tale, comes to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Evil Inside comes to the PS5 and PS4. Immortals Phoenix Rising, Myths of the Eastern Realm, DLC. It's already getting DLC. Let's go, baby. Comes to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. No comment on no uh, Luna, but whatever. And Yakuza 6 comes to PC. So there you go. Those are your games. What are you, uh, what are you looking forward to on that one? Overcooked, all you can eat. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Um. I I guess I'm kind of looking forward to Fall Guys season four. There was it looks like there's some cool stuff in there. Um, I have Immortals: Phoenix Rising, but I haven't beat the main game, so I don't really care about DLC at this point. Uh, really, this week's a little dull. Next week we'll uh, next week we'll get some good stuff though. Monster Hunter Rise next week, man. I'm pumped. Pumped. You could be lost in the rise now. Oh yeah. Uh, just another thing for me to get hopelessly lost into. It's great. I'm I'm excited to see how the Mortals Phoenix Rising DLC does just for that IP to see how it continues yeah. on. Because I want it to live on. I mean, I do want it to, you know, something new to come in that realm of things. So other than that, I don't know. I'm not... Uh, Hunting Simulator, I'm actually kind of intrigued by. My buddy Brad plays Hunting... No, no, he doesn't. He plays Hunter Call of the Wild, whatever it is. Never mind. Nope. Mm. Got him mixed up. I don't know. There's nothing here that I'm really like, oh. I think it's cool that Overcooked All You Can Eat is finally coming to like Switch. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think um, I think that will do that's what I have it on. pretty well. Yeah, I have, I have it on Switch, and I think I have it... Shoot, at this point, I'm pretty sure I have it on Xbox and probably PC as well. Not that I... I think it's been the free game, and I've gotten in, gotten it through a Humble Bundle at some point, too, but... Nice. I don't know. It's hard to keep track of what I have where, and I think at this point, it's just a mess. <laughs> cool, now you get to do the even shittier job. Yeah, coming and leaving Game Pass. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Uh, available now. Undertale is available on cloud, console, and PC. Empire of Sin is available on cloud, console, and PC. Near Automata is on PC. This version is different than the Steam version. Um, this is actually very important. Uh, and what? this actually appears to fix many of the issues with the initial PC port that still plague the game to this day. The game is basically <laughs> unplayable Wait, on so Steam. What, so what's happening to the PC game? Are they going to fix that? No, this is... Oh, the, the Steam version? No. Yeah. No, since they ported it over, it hasn't gotten any patches. Yeah. So Xbox Oh my god. I actually had somebody else essentially do this port from what I understand, and they fixed it. The Steam version has to be played with mods if you're going to play it. That's how bad it is. Holy crap. So this is 
Very cool for PC players. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Squadron is coming to console and PC. Initially, it was just announced as console, but we'll get to that here in a minute. And Torchlight 3 oh, is coming to PC cool. on March 25th. Gen Genesis Noir is coming to console and PC. Octopath Traveler is coming to console and PC. Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire Ultimate Edition is coming to PC. Superland is coming to PC. Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, is coming to cloud, console, and PC. March 30th, Narita Boy is coming to cloud, console, and PC. April 1st, Outriders, when it launches, is coming to cloud and console. Uh, and the games that will be leaving this month, uh, leaving on March 31st to be exact, uh, Hyperdot, console, and PC. Journey to the Savage Planet is leaving console, and Machinarium is leaving PC. Now, when I mentioned something about Star Wars Squadrons, this is because PC Game Pass now includes EA Play games, which is actually very cool. Uh, you will still have to download the EA desktop app, which isn't uh, as cool, but it's fine. Uh, you will be given the option to link your Xbox account, um, giving you ac access to all of the benefits of the EA Play membership. But um, where uh, sorry, EA Play on... PC was lacking, or I guess Game Pass was lacking on PC, was missing that EA Play content, and now it's there, and I mean, Game Pass is just awesome. I really like Game Pass. <laughs> it's so good. I hardly ever play anything off of it, but it's nice knowing it's there. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's one of the craziest values, like, looking at it. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, from when it started, we were kind of like, okay cool we can see this but like are they actually gonna do it properly in the future you know what i mean and they've totally nailed it yeah if you get into one good indie game off that list you pay for your subscription for the month like, oh yeah I if mean, you're new to I, xbox oh my god oh, it's a no-brainer it's, it's a no-brainer at that point and it includes live which you have to pay for anyway at this point i mean i honestly i think game pass is just a, a no-brainer and if you have a pc too i think the ultimate version is 100 percent a no-brainer as well I, it's just great there's there's so much good stuff on this list and it just keeps getting better too as i mean bethesda's games are now on there and uh ea play like all of these things are just it's it's wild to see this what started as i mean a few good games and then like a ton of not not saying the indie games aren't bad but smaller indie games and then a few like triple a games um and now it's just it's massive at this point it's crazy can i do playstation side you sure can hell yeah friend. everyone getting free shit all the time <laughs> Ooh, free starting shit. march 25th you'll be able to claim five indie and four VR games, okay? Because we've got the next batch of free, awesome stuff for PlayStation's Play at Home 2021. So if you're indie titles, you're going to get Abzu, or you can get Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, Res Infinite, Subnautica, and The Witness. On the VR side of things, you can get the Astrobot Rescue Mission, Moss, Thumper, and Paper Beast. These games will be free to claim until April 23rd at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. And starting April 19th, you'll be able to claim Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. Bruh. Bruh. This will be your yours to keep as long as is claimed by May 14th at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Unreal. Unbelievable. They're just giving it away. It's crazy. I mean, my, I'm, yeah. my mind is blown by this I mean, stuff. 
the game goes on sale for like 10 bucks pretty regularly, but it's still awesome to get it for free because it's a fantastic game. Yeah. It's, I, I can't believe I don't, how they making money. Like, <laughs> all these companies <laughs> just constantly giving away shit for free. And it's like Sony is paying for it. Well, I mean, they own the studio in this instance, but well, no, they're, they're paying for some of the stuff, but they're, they're paying for it. And then, you know, Microsoft's got a, a godly amount of money, right? Paying for this, all, the, all this other stuff. And I just sit there and I'm like, holy crap. Like, I mean, honestly, the last two years, you could buy a system, play free-to-play games, and just continually get free shit. That probably would tie you over no problem for, like, the average gamer. If oh, you yeah. didn't fall into the trap of marketing for all these new games all the time. It's pretty well, wild. Well, you figure probably the average gamer is not playing 30 games in a year either. Like, most most people play, like, two or three games. I, I can... Most of the, my friends that are not people who sit around and play games quite often, they yeah. have, like, Call of Duty and Madden. Like, yeah, those, no, those I know. are always is, what you hear. This is the problem, right, with like our little community of of podcasters and and gaming podcasts. It's like they don't those companies don't give a give a fuck about us. I mean, honestly. Like I mean they like we buy their shit regardless. The general public, the GP as I as I call them, like they they love this shit. Like they, they'll be like Subnautica, what's that? And we'll be like, man, we've played that on you know four different fucking systems now, and it's been free on every single one, or it's been on Game Pass, and they'll love it. So, I mean, we always have to remember, um, you know, the 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 good old GP, my dudes. So yeah, and then they've also they've made another acquisition. Is that right, Brody? Yes. Yes, they have. So PlayStation has now bought Evo. The announcement came from a tweet from the official PlayStation Twitter account, welcoming Evo into the PlayStation family, and then it links to their uh, their blog post. So Sony Interactive Entertainment and new esports venture RTS have jointly acquired the Evolution Championship Series. For those who don't know what Evo is, Evo is the longest-running fighting game tournament, which began in 1996. Uh, Sony and RTS plan to keep Evo co-founders Tom and Tony Cannon in advisory roles. Uh, they also announced that Evo will return this August as Evo Online. Uh, the tournament will run from August 6th through the 8th and also the 13th through the 15th. Games that have been mentioned so far are Tekken 7, Street Fighter V Championship, or Champion Edition, sorry, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, and Guilty Gear Strive. And Evo has also addressed the new partnership and stated that the tournament will remain open to all platforms going forward and that this will not become a PlayStation-only event. And, of course, uh, concern arose after they announced this, and there's no mention of Smash Bros. Or Smash Bros. So, um, yeah, it, it is odd to not see that, but we also usually see more than four games at Evo, so I'm hoping mm -hmm. there's more announced. Um People are freaking out about this a little bit more than what I think they should. I don't think this is going to be one of those deals where it's like, okay, well, now now Smash Bros. doesn't have a place to go or things like that. I, I think this was just a smart business move by PlayStation. I mean, they're just... Well, it is to me. They're, it, it's Sony at the end of the day has a gaming brand, which is PlayStation, and PlayStation has taken upon themselves to buy something that is a tournament. And I mean, esports is hot as shit. So, yeah, makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, if you've got the money, you go for it. 
I mean, you add it and you also have shareholders at the end of the day. So you have to do these things. I mean, that, that's how it is. So, um, you know, whatever. Plus people always freak out, dude, whenever there's like crossover, um, uh, you know, shit. Look at Disney with like Fox, right? And the Simpsons and all that kind of stuff, right? Disney owns the rights to Marvel. Universal owns the rights to using Marvel in the theme parks uh, east of the Mississippi. Okay. There's there's still a fucking Hulk roller coaster at Universal Orlando. There's still money to be made. Disney collects a check from Universal for both the Simpsons land and for Marvel. Totally fine. They're in harmony. Totally fine. Totally fine. We're good. We're fucking fine. <laughs> it's business. That's what fucking business is. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I, a great. Move. I don't think this is going to be anything where it's just going to completely change Evo. I imagine Evo is going to operate pretty much the same. Uh, it's yeah. been around since 1996. Uh, if they go in there and try to change everything, people are going to lose their absolute minds and Evo will fold. So to keep it the way it is and use it as a great way for to promote business. That's the best thing you could do, and I imagine that is what PlayStation is going to do. They are not idiots. No, no, not at all. Um, Xbox has added a new small feature that can have pretty big impact on download speed for users. So as part of the Xbox Insider program, Xbox Series X and S users can now use a feature called Suspend My Game from the download queue screen. This feature allows you to download a game at full speed without losing the ability to quick resume the game later on. It's a it's minor cool. feature that I think was just kind of an oversight when they launched it. Yeah, it it's just, 100%. I mean, it makes sense and it makes sense why it wouldn't download at full speed because there is a game suspended. But at the same time, um, I, the fact that they've added this is great. And it, I mean, they are doing some pretty good things there and, and improving some minor complaints. I mean, that that to me is a little bit of a major complaint just because download times are already slow enough and they're capped at something ridiculously low. But um, yeah, I mean, I have, I've gigabit internet and I would like to get the best internet possible for downloading my games. That's why I pay for gigabit internet. So it's cool. And Small deal with the many cool. stresses of a mesh network. This is also true. It is a absolute nightmare and I hate it every day. Uh, Gamescom 2021 is happening this year. So according to a tweet from the official Gamescom Twitter profile, the show must go on. Gamescom goes hybrid. We are excited to announce that Gamescom 2021 is planned to take place in Cologne as well as online all over the world. Get ready for our on-site entertainment area, new trailers, demos, and much more. Stay tuned so cool cool i don't know how you really have this like hybrid i mean i mean just it's always yeah, been it's... hybrid because they did a they did the fucking thing and then they have live streams from it yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, i mean i it, don't really me it's it, it's essentially just gamescom 2021 i it's also not really hybrid i also hope <laughs> and feel that they probably could have done it in person because this is like, this is what, August? Even Gamescom usually takes place in Cologne. And I believe, yeah, I think it's August or like September or something like that because it's Gamescom 
It's GDC, then Gamescom, right? And then you get your packs. Yeah. I could be all wrong. I could be completely out of order. But anyways. It's, um, it's yeah, your, you're right. It's GDC, pack, packs, um, then Gamescom, and then packs West? Is that right? Something like that. But I, I don't know. I mean, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm happy they're having that. But I feel like I would hope that by August, for the love of God, we would be able to be people at a, at a show, at a trade hey, show. But who yeah. knows? Who knows? I mean, it would be great to be back to that point. But um, we'll see. We'll see. We're getting there slowly. God. I mean, to be fair, most of the time people in public spaces can't be normal human beings anyway but eh. well for sure i mean <laughs> we walmart like is a perfect example anyway, of that but... <laughs> you know walmart is a perfect example of that but oh yeah i just mean i would hope that cases just continue to go down like they are but here's the thing too that's also be me being ignorant because i mean we seem to have right. this vaccine shit pretty well under control right now and right. i don't think europe really has a great handle on it yet parts of europe so I know yeah, Canada and, doesn't. And with this being in Germany, I mean, that is slightly concerning. There should be, I mean, plenty of time for this to be postponed or canceled if need be. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's just weird after the last year uh, to hear of like a, a event happening like this. It's I know, just I've bizarre. Got, I've started getting some for like 2022 for trade shows um that i used to go to through work and i'm like man and then the big gamble is are people going to go to it you know like are people going to see the value in going to gamescom or are people going to see the value in going to gdc and stuff like that god damn it <laughs> fucking <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the conversation in the chat <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are just fighting about old games. <laughs> oh, old and new games. He was knocking on Game Pass and saying it's not a good deal because it has old games. That's because Ed up, fucking loves Nintendo. I know, and that's exactly what I said. Nintendo Online <laughs> is ass. <laughs> he goes, that, but and that's for people who weren't around at that time. He said Final Fantasy uh, 12, which was on PS2, which is not on Game Pass because it's an online service. I think he means um, 17. I think he means 14, 13. Sorry, 13. I think he means 13. Anyway, Ed, it's a good deal. Just take it. Ed, it's a good Just fucking deal. It. Nintendo Online <laughs> is not good. <laughs> not even, even it's not even right. an opinion. That's a fucking fact. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, this will be cool to, to see this. Um, Jade Raymond has founded a new studio named Haven. So the new studio will be based in Montreal, Montreal, for those who speak English, and will be independent. Haven Studios has been formed by Jade and many of the connections she has made throughout her time and will be backed by Sony. That's why she fucking left. The studio's first project will be a new unannounced IP that appears to be exclusive to PlayStation. It's almost as if this studio will be completely purchased by Sony 
in a couple oh, of years. Yeah, yeah this fucking hundred percent. This is just this is Sony saying you go ground. into Montreal and you kind of fucking do this and we'll back <laughs> you up, and then in five years, oh, we acquired uh-huh. you. Oh my god, well, come on! It made me laugh too because twice in the article, it it's a Sony blog article talking yeah. about oh, Haven yeah. and saying that they are yeah. independent, and it made yes. me laugh because a hundred percent they're gonna. Re- game and sony's gonna pick them up yes <laughs> if jade raymond had a fucking you know her own she has her own entity in canada and sony's part is like oh well shit we don't have a right. business entity for a new studio in canada let's just fucking roll that in let's get into montreal i feel i feel like jade raymond has bounced around all over the place since we've been doing this podcast because i make, i know we've money, talked about it at least that? three or four well yeah can i, just I mean she's and... bounced around at least three or four times and granted a few of them the studio essentially like folded up or the game was canceled and then she bailed out but um i mean she does she does great work she's worked on some awesome titles and things she's and a cool canadian of... <laughs> yeah and there's that i mean the Canadian thing brings it down just a just a little bit, but I mean, she, she went to McGill University. I'm more of a big fan of University of Toronto myself, <laughs> but and she's from Montreal, and I prefer that Toronto's better because Toronto's better in every single way imaginable. But you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, she was um, best known for helping create the Assassin's Creed and Watchdog franchises, and for building the Ubisoft Toronto and EA Motive Studios. Um. I mean, that's. She, she had a hand in a shit ton of games. Uh, she. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to read the list from the end or do you want me to end, uh, read the list from the, the beginning? <laughs> Unless she made a shit ton of great games. The first one at the bottom of those 2017 Battlefront 2. <laughs> I'm sorry. Star Wars Battlefront 2, The Mighty Quest for Epic Loot, Far Cry 4. Assassin's Creed Unity. Um, Tom Clancy's Splinter, Splinter Cell Blacklist, Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed Bloodline, Assassin's Creed 2. She was a producer for the Assassin's Creed. She was a producer for Sims Online. The managing director for Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriot. Executive. She's jumped around since from producer, executive producer, and managing director for, for quite some time. So she gets shit done. I mean, that's, that's, that's clear. So, and uh, she honestly, here's the thing though, right? Like we can say she jumped stuff, but like the smart people know when to jump off the fucking ship and she jumped out of stadia pretty quick. So it wasn't, uh, it was a, it was a good, good thing. Um, probably leaving stadia for her professional career. And uh, you know, it is what it is. She's born in 1975. She's 45 years old. She didn't look like that at all. Yeah, but this photo yeah, I, could um, be older. That's true as well. It's wild. It'll be interesting to see what they end up doing and what this new IP is. Uh, I am excited. I mean, Sony obviously really focuses on these single player experiences, so I imagine this will be just that. And on it, we we live in a day and age where there's so many online services and this and that that I personally just enjoy the single player experiences more than anything anymore it's just nice to have that that yeah. break and yeah, i agree and not have to have constant pressure of teammates and things like that just kind of go with things at your own pace but mm-hmm. we'll see what they come up with cool uh so ea's 
back under fire. I, I know that's a huge shocker, but recently a FIFA Twitch streamer and YouTuber decided to do a uh, to do the math on FIFA Ultimate Team and how fair the system truly is. Shocker. Uh, it's not very fair. Uh, according to EA, everyone should be able to get all of the players that they desire without spending money in-game. Essentially saying that their microtransactions are a way to fast-track to their end-goal team. So Scuds TV on Twitter strongly disagrees with the EA's stance on their microtransactions, saying that in order to earn his desired team, which would, which would cost $100 million in-game coin, he would roughly have to play for 22,000 hours or spend 80 euro, which is about the equivalent of 95,317 grand. Um, and this was all based on the drop rates and, and how things are earned throughout the game. Uh, he gave a pretty lengthy write-up, and I strongly suggest going and checking out his tweets or one of the millions of articles that are out now at, that include this guy and, and his work on this. Um, because this is just the Cliff Notes version because we're a podcast. We don't want to focus on reading eight pages of, of findings. I like to fucking and, read. Yeah, we don't like to read. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, EA's microtransactions for their ultimate team are fucking shit. And I don't think anybody's <laughs> surprised by that. <laughs> I, I mean, are we surprised by this? Really? <sighs> This is the same company that put out Battlefront 2. I mean, and it it still has one of the most highly upvoted posts on Reddit about how shitty their microtransaction system is. I mean, here's the here's the thing, right? Is like there's going to be two th- have they have they um responded back? Yeah, I don't know. Like an actual response, you've just been like, we were looking into how it might cost, you know, I haven't seen a proper. Okay, so I mean, basically, they're going to come with, they're probably going to change this. Good for this guy for for showing this because that is not fair, you know? I mean, like at all. That's, that's pretty fucking crazy. That's, that's really fucking crazy. Um, but I mean, I think, um, the big thing on this too is is like, they're going to go into their legal shit where technically it's still possible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're yeah, gonna absolutely. they'll say we're making drop rates work better and blah blah blah. But also again, the other thing is too is I don't think they really give a shit. No, of course they don't. Because the this is a game that the general public just purchases. You know? Yeah. Like you get it you every year my friends buy NHL. The right. new version of NHL back home in Canada. Every year here in America, a lot of people either buy Madden or they buy the new 2K basketball game, right? Yeah. They're just going to keep doing it. They're just going to yeah, keep doing absolutely. it. And like and that's they- cool. And they'll be like, well, we're going to lose the biggest FIFA streamers. I don't think it really fucking matters. No, because the biggest FIFA streamers aren't going to leave FIFA because that's what pays their bills. Correct. And even I, if they leave it, I don't think it's going to hurt FIFA that bad. No. Because they, it's tied to a fucking sport. It's something that you can literally go do in real life. And watch as well. You just watch a match on TV. I mean, like, I, it, I just don't, I don't know. I feel, I, I get why he did it. It's smart that he did it. I'm, I'm thankful that he did it because it shows here, that kind of bullshit. But here is why they don't give a shit. 
Across all sports franchises, including FIFA and Madden, EA generated a total of $1.49 billion through the Ultimate Team platform, a $120 million increase on 2019's revenue total of $1.37 billion. During a fucking pandemic. Shit. During a they pandemic. Yeah, they do not care. They're no. not going to change it. No. It doesn't matter. And, and to I, be honest I, with you, this, as a business, they shouldn't change it for their fucking business. Right. It I mean, prints as, fucking it, money. I hate it, but that's also why sure. I don't play it. I don't play it because I knew from the beginning it's shit. <laughs> like, that is a bad system. And, of course, it's going to take forever because that's how they get you to buy the microtransactions. Yes. Is it wrong? From a morality standpoint? Yes. From a business p- standpoint? Oh, my God. Eh. Brilliant. From a business <laughs> it's, standpoint. It's We're not a business genius. podcast, but, my God, we need to understand if, at least that this is a company if, making fucking money and it has to make money for its investors. If you have not watched, well, I know you have, Jeff. This is for the the listeners. If you have not watched Mythic Quest, go watch Mythic Quest. And the the microtransaction marketing guy is absolutely what I imagine all of these guys at these companies act like. <laughs> just a hundred percent, just nails it. Yeah, I mean, at one point three seven billion dollars, they're not going to change shit. And this no. this whole like thing that got really blown up and yeah we're covering it now too so i guess we're part of the problem um no we're not because we've got a better take than most people this is true but i (laughs) i don't i you're not wrong uh (laughs) but it's Uh, it's it's just the fact that this is blowing up now like it's some surprising new evidence it just why it's not new this is not new this has been known for years since the ultimate team system came out it it has been no do you want to tell me that they put content and story over fucking microtransactions in madden one of the key points in the story mode in madden is the character that you're going to go up against who's going to be lead qb and the whole reason why you even started is because he got fucking asthma and then they diagnose as a heart condition he didn't say anything and the clip runs about 30 seconds and it's super shitty acting where it's like i didn't want to tell them i had a heart issue and then he goes i have to tell someone and then you're on the fucking field this company just wants to make a lot of money off of this because keep people keep paying it if you don't like this and you give them your money you are part of the fucking problem If you want them to stop doing this, the free market dictates that you need to stop buying the shit that you're complaining about and they'll have to fucking change it. But the people are not doing that and they're making an ass load of money. Why the fuck would they change it? Uh, Also to Mythic Quest, I have been Brad. I have been on the creative side (laughs) and I have been Brad from fucking Mythic Quest. Yeah. I am Absolutely. a liaison between the two. I mean, tomorrow maybe we'll see a headline that's like, hey, casinos make money off of you betting. No fucking, fucking shit. shit. That is how this is set up. <laughs> God, I just, I don't God. get it. I don't know why we go like, through what this are we, cycle every all the fucking time in games. four months we go through this cycle. Loot boxes are predatory. Don't fucking buy them then. Don't buy them. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't buy them or expect the game to be <laughs> shit. 
because they can't pour as much money into it. Right. Um, so PlayStation 5's VR controller. Hey, this is my revealed. shit. This is my shit. Oh, fine. You fucking read it then. <laughs> We're both been, I just <laughs> I just ah uh, we both got worked up on this because I, I we, we go over it every four fucking months. Yeah, it, it's, it's a not business. As, it's not as jarring when you don't have to cover it at three times a year. Or but worked when you in talk it. about it. Right. Or yeah, for you worked in it. Fuck. It's just it's redundant. Oh my just, God! Just it's like when you to go to Disney World. To do you more. think Mickey Mouse is happy and holding your hand? He's fucking you in the ass for an eight dollar pineapple Dole Whip. <laughs> it's like twenty five cents to make it. It's a fucking business, and you eat the Dole Whip. You let McDonald's Mickey bend you or- over, and you eat the Dole Whip. All of these restaurants you go to, you go to a sit-down restaurant, and it's like $3 for Ch- a pop. Chipotle. It's $4 for a fucking cup of queso and fucking tortilla chips that just came out of a bag. Some dude yeah. oversalted the shit out of them, and they let them sit there in a heater for hours. Well, and and pop, like I was saying, or soda, depending on where you live, um, it, it is like $10 for a bag of that flavoring that makes like hundreds of servings yes. 10 10 yes. or not sorry 10 cents for that flavoring it is dirt cheap and you are paying three dollars for a drink absolutely yeah they're going to keep doing it the prices of pop has not gone down <laughs> come on shit man oh fucking rocket science over here Jesus. oh my god <laughs> god Good lord. Anyways, PlayStation 5 VR. We're going to be hated. We're going to be hated because we just sit here and go, they're making money. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Yeah. Fuck us for using common sense, I guess. God. (laughs) Good God. Anyways, PlayStation 5's VR controllers have now been revealed. So let's talk about the design. They describe it as being an orb. Uh, the controllers are designed to be comfortable and balanced in each hand. That does not restrict and uh, sorry any movement. Uh, the adaptive triggers are very similar to uh, the tech um, that's used in the DualSense controller, which is fantastic because that just adds another yeah. you know sense to the controller. Uh, haptic feedback is also in it, which is similar again to the DualSense, but designed and optimized for the specific form factor and the unique application of virtual virtual reality. Uh, it's got finger touch detection, so even parts of the controller that do not have buttons can track where your fingers are, allowing you to make more gestures during gameplay. That's cool. Uh, it's got tracking, obviously, so you'll be tracked by the new VR headset through a tracking ring across the bottom of the controller. Uh, the action buttons and analog sticks are as follows. So the left controller has one analog stick. You have a triangle and square buttons around that, um, and uh, a grip button being your L1 and a trigger button being L2, as well as a create button. Obviously, they're going to go heavy on um, brain fart. Um, yeah. Shit. Share. Share. Button. No, no. The game I mean, where they also. Uh, oh, dreams. Dreams. Yeah. Um, then the know, right controller. For a game or. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the uh, right controller will have uh, the one analog stick as well. Um, circle and cross button will be on here, or the X button, as some refer to, or as my friend Brad refers to on the first one, the triangle and the box button. I'm like, Brad, it's a fucking square. Box. Hit box. Box. <laughs> Anyways, um, grip button will be R1 on this one. The trigger button will be R2. And you'll also have an options button on this one. These uh, look exactly like Oculus. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Just one yeah, more they're... ring. I mean, it's the way to do it for sure. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, one, these are basically fisticuffs. Um, well, actually, no, because they actually go more on your wrist. And then like, yeah, the, Quest the ring, is the other like, way. Quest ring. is more like a fisticuff. You could yeah. kill a man with Quests on. Yeah, they're like brass knuckles, essentially. But yeah, these, these actually more, go these around These are more bludgeoning. Yeah, right. Yeah. These yeah. are for striking someone with a um, They look expensive as all hell. Oh, fuck yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm getting this. This is as expensive as could be, man. Um, I'm glad they've moved away from the... Very expensive when they first launched. I'm glad they've moved away from what looked like a Panasonic dildo. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's that. Uh, Now we've decided to go for technical ability rather than form. Uh but these these even from a form standpoint, these just look better. Like you said, the Panasonic dildo was just not doing it. I just yeah. uh, I mean you they, basically held on to made, two light light up dildos. Yeah, these are around. significantly better. If you want to see some pictures, I'll probably put a picture up tomorrow and uh and along with the hey, the episode's out Friday thing, you know? Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I post to yeah. our Twitter like twice a week. Uh <laughs> Because Twitter's a hellhole. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I hate all of the social media platforms, but um, definitely check it out if you want to see what it looks like. It, it is sleek. It is. It looks expensive. They've added some things that are not in Oculus. I mean, like the the adaptive triggers and and um, mm-hmm. and even the grip button. The uh, touch to too. Yeah, the touch thing is cool. These look. I mean. It looks like it's going to be cool. If VR is going to take off, I mean, this is definitely where it should shine. So, yeah, we'll have to see uh, what this costs. Any guess? I'm going to say 500 bucks for the system. Oh, I would say at least 400 because I feel if they get Quest, too Quest high, two, Oculus Quest Two is 299, and that's like I call yeah. that not. I mean, I wouldn't call it entry VR, but I call it like you know, like the standard VR. But PS VR has historically been what, like three hundred, three fifty. God, we just ballpark. did this the other day. I know we did. Oh um, my god! Hold on, let but, me look it up. Uh, yeah, I think if they get up Jeez. to the five hundred mark, it's two ninety nine. Two ninety. Well, PlayStation now. VR now. Yes, yeah. HTC Vive first- is five ninety nine. So I would suspect that they're probably going to want to sit in that like what four ninety nine. To like three forty nine. I don't even know if you want to go that expensive. I I really think their sweet spot would be around somewhere between three hundred and four hundred. You get above four hundred, now it well, costs I as guess, much as the PS Five. I guess itself. actually, you know, the difference is on this too that it really it's an add on, right? And I mean, right. Like Quest Two actually does a good amount of like it does a decent amount of computing power as well through the use of the yeah. controllers as well as the headset. And the fact that we have not seen. Uh, PSVR drop below that 299 mark, really, other than sales. Yeah. I don't, I don't think this is gonna launch at 300. I think it'll launch at 400, probably. That's I'm my curious guess. to see what the headset looks like. Watch them make it like a ring. Yeah, I mean, it's like a crown sure. that you put on, you bestow upon your damn head. <laughs> like a crown that's too big. <laughs> I mean, I think that'd be cooler than this bullshit of like, let me strap this thing to my face and have it just squish my fra- my face. You know, so, but I think, I think it would be, uh, it would be, uh, worth the look at doing this crown thing, um, rather than doing that. Yeah. 
be interesting to see when and what this exactly is when it comes out, but uh, we'll find out probably. I mean, they've, they've done two kind of announcements for this within like a month's span, so I imagine this summer we'll probably see a, a, even more, and I think we may be I seeing... I think they'll do a, like a big announce of that and a bunch of new shit for PS5 like around that E3 season. Yeah, that's what and I'm then I, too, I would I would imagine a fall release, like a launch in the fall for the VR. Right. I mean, you also got a figure too, right? I mean, supply chains and everything's so fucked up right now. Like there, there's a the, the Samsung factory that does the screens for a lot of the Android phones as well as iPhones use Samsung screens has shut down. So like you figure something like that shuts down, a lot of these things, man, are going to be held back a lot. So it's going to yeah. be interesting. Cool. On to the next stuff. Uh, GTA 5 just got a patch for the PC version. So this patch comes shortly after a player recently decided to take the time to figure out what was causing incredibly long load times for the online mode. So this person goes by Tossed or Toast or I assume it's Toast. Um, it could be Toast. I don't know. Toast. We'll call him Toast. I like Toast. Uh, toast claimed that they had figured out a way to increase the load times by nearly 70% and proceeded to post their findings process as well as an unofficial patch on multiple outlets across the internet. The short and sweet of this very long and impressive write-up is that the insane load times were due to a single-thread CPU bottleneck while starting up GTA Online. Uh, Rockstar did confirm that Toast's findings were correct, and the patch has now been released with many people reporting huge improvements. Um, and Toast also said that Rockstar awarded them uh, $10,000 as part of Rockstar's bug bounty program, which is normally reserved for like security issues and things like that. So this is pretty cool. Um, this is, I mean, you figure, well, it is only the PC version, so it hasn't been around quite eight years, but it has been around for a decent amount of time at this point. And uh, this this person figured it out in I, I don't know how long it took them, but I, I started reading the the write up and it was well well above my head, so yeah. I left it to much smarter people. <laughs> but uh, this person clearly has some talent and is very very good, and uh, the fact that they figured that out and put this out into the internet and then uh, Rockstar was like, "Yep, nope, they they figured it out," and uh, here's ten grand and thanks. Uh, that's this is cool. It's we don't normally report on a lot of these like patches and things like that, but this one was just kind of one of those special occasions where it's like this is neat and this person needs recognition for what they did. And it's really just kind of cool to see. And and basically, like in the I'm trying to think of like a dummy proof way of putting it. Ba basically, I mean it. it the process by which it was is streaming and allocating what resources it could use at the time and how it would pull info in from the game to load the game for you on top of everything else going on through the service system was basically that essentially like you had mentioned the bottleneck it was only squeezing everything through one rather than simultaneously utilizing cores for different values within the game right. so yeah. Pretty brilliant. I mean, I mean, it's yeah. They're, hire they're, the man. I mean, that's a better Cliff Notes version than what I put it here in the in the uh, notes. But yeah, they, I mean, I started reading it. I got like, 
I, I made it about halfway through it before I realized I didn't understand like three <laughs> paragraphs in a row and I figured I should probably just go. <laughs> Dude, there's the part two where I was like <laughs> I was like, what oh, the shit. hell is this shit? <laughs> but yeah, it's oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean they, they even put pictures and everything yeah. of them like going yeah. through this process. Detailed, like this was incredible. one of the most detailed write-ups I've probably ever seen on something like this. It was impressive. Yeah, and it, I mean it it was it was pretty uh pretty incredible like that someone does that and i mean it just shows their their ability and it shows you know sometimes uh, how a, a company can have all the smartest people they want but you know obviously there's always smarter people out there existing right um so here's another uh, great one we can discuss um this will be interesting so activision and blizzard is doing activision and blizzard things and earlier this week it was revealed that roughly 190 people have lost their jobs at Activision Blizzard, including 50 from the esports division. So it does seem that Activision is giving the laid off employees decent severance packages, but they have the gall to also give these employees $200 gift cards to Battle.net. Jeez. <laughs> the company's Just... PC launcher. Tony Petitti. Why? An uh... Activision executive says that the layoffs are in one part due to a need to reduce costs and another to free up resources for other departments within the company. Uh, in other news, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick uh, could be getting a bonus to the tune of $200 million, Jesus, thanks to a stock-related incentive clause that was written in his 2016 employment agreement. Okay, so can I be the bad guy? Can I write? Can I give my opinion on this? Yeah? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I mean... All right, always off when people lose their jobs. Um, it's terrible. Uh, it's even worse when like a company does not, I mean like coronavirus, very unforeseen, right? Like, I mean, a lot of companies, it came out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in its speed and it's not an excuse. Um, but you know, like Activision obviously acquired Blizzard, um, you know, a good amount ago now. And, um, you know, when you do that, you, you keep people on. And you have to, you have to, you have to, especially a company that size, you have to figure out what's going on, how things tick. You've got a Blizzard team that was doing things at the same time. An Activision team was ramping things up per department. You got to figure out who's the best of the best, who's not. Um, unfortunately, also companies like this uh, do a lot of capital and spend a lot of cash flow. And in doing so, when shit like this happens and you have an entire department that's dependent upon events happening with in-person events that need to fill seats and make a shit ton of money uh, and they don't and they're on the stock market and they have investors big name investors public and retail investors that need to see the company doing the right fiscal things for the investor uh, and through the board that they have to lay these people off will these people come back I th I would assume so to be honest with you, I think a lot of these people will come back. I think it will be slowly because this whole thing is going to be a test of getting people back feeling. It's it's one thing to say, cool, it's gone now as a virus, and now we can just hire all these people back. It's another to get the people who were originally going to those things to come back to them now. Mm -hmm. Because there's one, there's going to be people who just don't feel comfortable going into crowds again. It's going to take them a long time, a long time. Yeah after this that's fine that's their their choice yeah. and then you also have this thing where 
a lot of this shit has just been done online now to the point where I think a lot of people also see, hey, I just watch this online. I don't think I need to go to this. Right. You know, like I've just been more dedicated to watching this online. A lot of it has been the gateway was watching online and then actually going in person. Um, I The battle.net thing, that's fucking terrible. I don't know who decided to do yeah. that. That's stupid I, fucking move. I think there is something to be said for Activision actually keeping these people on through all of last year, even though we were not having these esports. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. I think there's actually, you know, everybody's wanting to frame Activision Blizzard for this, and and you know, want, wanting them to hang for it. But I, I think there should be at least that tinge of good goodwill for keeping these people on through last year in a part of the company that specializes in in-person events. Uh, I I think there's at least something to be said there. I'm not saying these guys well, are saints or also anything severance. like that. But, um, and severance packages as well. Like right. we, we don't and, know the amount. However, right. apparently they were decent. From from what I read, I read a couple different things. Some of them were saying they were, I mean, pretty basic or pretty standard severance packages. And another one I read actually said they were really good. So I didn't, I didn't mention any amounts yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't know what exactly they Which were. Which is smart. We don't want uh, the the two hundred dollar gift card thing is absolutely stupid, and it it's almost this like insult to injury yeah, type yeah, yeah, of yeah. thing. Like it would have been better just they, not even to do it. The, this part or this whole like layoff thing may not have been as big of news if it was not for this two hundred dollar gift card thing. Like, totally it agree. just because it, it's an angle. Yeah. Because companies, I mean, companies let people go all the time. I'm again, it's awful that these people have lost their jobs, and and we're not saying that's that's something we're happy to see. But it is again a business, and these things do happen. They mm-hmm. happen outside of video games. They happen in video games. They happen all over the place. Yeah. Um. So to believe that these things don't happen is being ignorant. Um. And so yeah, these things are going to happen, but. Activision by putting this stupid two hundred dollar gift card tacked onto the end of it, yeah. And I'm sure I I don't know I I don't think it was with malicious intent, right? No, but I'm sure it was always just it was like, just okay, one of those. Go. Yeah, you it was know? one of those things like, God, you you should have ran this by PR first. I yeah. mean, fuck. Like it, it was an it's an insult in some fashion, but honestly, it's an invitation for websites to write a clickbait fucking title to be honest with you because i've seen the title the title oh yeah is blizzard employees 150 activision blizzard employees laid off received 200 gift card and you click it and you're like they they were kept on for a full fucking year when the department made no money no money we're not talking 50 percent. we're talking zero dollars for that department and departments in a company like that on the stock market have dedicated budgets, dedicated department funds that need to be recorded and allocated. And and to be honest with you, a move like this, when you pay someone severance like that, instead of just like laying somebody off, Mm -hmm. I I take back what I said of them probably come back. They're probably not coming back. What's probably going to happen here is Activision is going to sit for a while and go, do people even want to go to these things? Or to be honest with you also, I feel like a lot of these companies try to do it on their own and I think they realize it's super fucking expensive and instead they could just have a third party do this shit. Right. Right. And which I, doesn't, I think which that's is exactly not to discredit. Where they, 
Yeah. They've restructured how they're going to approach esports going forward. And yeah. I mean, 190 people is like 2% of what Activision Blizzard employs. Yeah. It's roughly 2% is is what that shakes right. down. Which, which isn't which isn't It's not insignificant. Not insignificant, but and it's still people's lives. And right. it, the game industry is really good for people like picking up another job at another studio. Unfortunately, when right. you do that, typically you've got to move, you know? Yeah. I mean, these things, you know, it's not like there's a big game company in every state or a bunch in your normal, in your state, right? So, but yeah, I, I mean, it's- I would just it, like to take a second here to remind people that you are from the video game industry. So before they want to fucking light their crosses on fire and come after us, like- Yeah, yeah. We so are, I, okay, so- You for, are familiar with it, Yeah, right? from my end, I've I, worked on- You don't have to go into- any more detail i don't yeah i won't go on the companies but i'll go on the company scales so like i've worked for a very large company that made a large amount of money off of a game i've worked on free-to-play games i've worked on you know your standard one-time purchase retail game i've worked on physical hardware and i've worked on startups as well that are video game startups and so i know from the small to the medium to the large size companies like i've got a pretty good sense of it um and like I still do stuff on the side when it yeah. regards to video games. It's not stuff that we ever talk about on the show and I'll never do that. And I'll never promote what I work on, who I work with or what I work for. But right. yeah, like it's, it is a business at the end of the day. And, um, you know, like overwatch league was really good. Um, but like you could watch it and you would see the spend on it. And I mean, you could sit there and be like, I don't think this is making money. Right. Like, I don't think this is just, like, you can't just do it for one thing. You have to, you know, move along with it. Um, the last part of it with the the two hundred million dollar bonus. Okay, so here's the deal with this, right? <clears throat> so he's the CEO. Uh, I think two hundred million dollars is ridiculous in terms of a bonus um, and an incentive clause. However, he made the incentive clause, and when the board of directors looked at it, they looked at his stuff. I don't think anyone is worth that, to be honest with you, at all. I right. really don't. I'm against big shit like this. I think if it was like, I, I don't even want to put a number, but like if it was like a two, yeah. three million dollar bonus, whatever it was. But this is a bonus incentive that was positioned in 2016. He negotiated it when he was going for his term with the board of directors. The board of directors voted on it. They signed it in. They allocated the funds to it. It's a publicly traded company. He made the initiative to do it. He took the opportunity and he's made the company a shit ton of money. And in that, in his clause, he said he wanted this as an incentive and he's going to get it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it was not good timing for this to all come about as they are letting 190 people go. And that's yeah. why a lot of no, these headlines you're seeing are mashing these two together. Yeah. And I mentioned it in here because I wanted it to be a conversation point. It is, I do not think this is related to them letting 190 people go. This is, it, it's a stock related incentive clause. It is poor timing. And it is in poor taste for this to come out this week, but I don't. It wasn't even an official announcement. Yeah. It was something that that was brought up that somebody has been following Activision Blizzard and their stock and things like that. Like this is, this was not something that was done in spite to the people that they have let go. This was something that would have happened regardless of whether they let people go or not. Again, two hundred million is absolutely fucking insane. There's no reason somebody should be getting a two hundred million dollar. 
uh, bonus. Um, but I mean, Activision stock has been doing well. That is why he made this bonus. And, and also, so, it's a stock incent. It's a stock related incentive clause, which right. again, he's going to get the stock. There's a vested time that he has to hold the stock. It could be a year. It could be three years. It could be five years. And he has to hold the stock. He can't sell it for an allocated amount of time. And it has to meet a certain goal to where he can cash it out. So, I mean, it's it's what he negotiated. Like, I can't, like, that. that's not a, that's not a, I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I think like what you said, people take it and they mash it with what is happening and the two are completely unrelated. Like the, the $200 million bonus does not fund the department of a publicly traded company to which it makes no revenue currently in the economic environment that we stand in. Right. Nor did it at the time when it was running to which now Activision has went and said, we just need to get rid of this department because it's bleeding money and I don't see how we can do this going forward. So I, yeah, I mean, it's as, it's as, it's stupid. No one should be paid that much, but that point is as relevant as the $200 gift card. Yep. Yep. It's just a pile on and it's like, okay. And it's like, I get it. People get, you know, pissed off. I'm sure there's people who got fired from, you know, or let go from this and it sucks. Okay. But, you know, there's industries that got affected during this thing and it all sucks. It's all fucking terrible. I'm sure there's people that got let go from a holiday in and then they see something like this and they go, this is fucking ridiculous. You know, this guy gets $200 million. But that, I mean, what, what do we do? Right. Do we say he didn't make the $200 million? Then what would the, what would the point be? Is the point right. that the two hundred million would go to fund the esports department that's not making any money right now, and clearly wasn't making the money that they needed to originally? Because if it only it, if it made money before coronavirus happened, and they didn't have to sit on only a hundred and ninety people, like you said, two percent of human capital cost in their company, okay, they wouldn't shut it down. They would say, yeah. "Cool, it's a money maker, and we'll 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 eat this cost." This 2% of employees, we will eat this department cost and we'll eat that cost and we'll be ready to go again and we'll be a revenue generating department after it. It clearly was not. So they right. got rid of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I, if, that, if that makes me the bad guy for making that statement, I don't know what to tell people. I mean, no, I just, I, I really, I have no agree, idea. So if you're the bad guy, I'm just as much the bad guy too. Because- I mean, it's just, you say these things and it's just people you know, lose their shit on it. Again, if you don't like that, don't buy their games. If you don't like the fact that the guy makes a $200 million negotiated thing or that they, they got rid of this business unit, whether it was for, you know, what I discuss as being honestly the right business move, or you want to look at it from the people's perspective, which is fine too. I look at it as as well. Don't Mm -hmm. buy their stuff. Yep. I mean, with your wallet, it you know, gets said all the like, time. And if you don't buy this stuff, you would have never got this bonus. Right. Yeah. I just, it, it is one of those things that people are looking for that clickbaity headline and they put it together. And then even, even in the clickbaity art or a few of the clickbaity articles I was reading through, they combine these things together. And at the end of it, you can't, you can't make any connection of them. Like there is no connection between them. 
This is not how stock-related incentives work. It, they, it's not based on letting people go. It, it's just, it's one of those things that, I mean, it, it sucks. And I feel, I mean, my heart goes out to these people that lost their jobs. Um, but I'm sure they will be, I, I hope they will be able to find new jobs and be able to do the same thing or whatever they want. But it's yeah this, this wanting to hang Activision Blizzard just because they as a business let people go. Yeah, and then and somebody like, got a bonus in the chat, is, though. Like, it's not quite right in the chat. So, like, Ed points us out, and Ed, I I understand what you're you're saying, but I also don't because this is the whole narrative all the time with these stories. Right? It's, it's Activision, though. I don't think it would be a big deal if this was THQ or Yacht Club. Cool. So, if THQ fired 150 people tomorrow, and the CEO of THQ got 200 million dollar bonus, it wouldn't be a big deal. So, then what's the deal? Because it's Activision. Because people it's just Activision. a company that people like to shit on. Oh, yeah. But do nothing about. If you want to yeah. shit on them, you can shit on them in their accounting books by you not can, buying their shit. Well, and on top of that, if you're going to shit on them, at least have a legitimate reason to shit on them. Right. I mean, like the EA stuff earlier, are their microtransactions predatory? Absolutely. Do people buy them? Yeah. Do I think they should stop? No, because people still buy them. It makes them money. That's how the world goes around. And it, that's this, how this businesses like, work. This sense, I just don't, I don't understand where this sense came from. Too, like in our in our community, where the sense of I deserve this game, right, comes from. People the, are making a game for you. Like when they make these games, the game is for entertainment value first. You cannot make a profitable game unless you garnish retainment in the game which comes from the form of entertainment yep like when you make a game the focus on it first is how fun is this okay can we make a game that is worth the perceived value of to an individual for 69 dollars or 60 bucks whatever that's the first <laughs> primary focus of game development it is not how can we make as much money off of this one thing I mean, if you watch most games in their development, when they go from like a Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto is a $60 game, they go to an online mode and then they go like this. They start injecting things in and it creates a thing. But it's like, it, it's just, I mean, I just don't understand it. Like, it, it's just, you you vote with your wallet. But then at the same time, people like just complain and like, rip on and harp on these companies and then they just go buy anything they make so it's yeah. like what did you what did you want did you just want to complain about it if if that's what you want to do that's fine that's fine that's your you have absolutely every right to do so and express yourself but i'm going to disagree with it yeah absolutely. like i'm absolutely going to disagree with it because it just sound you're not actually coming up with any solution to it yeah so that that's it. I don't want to get riled up. I don't want to get us in trouble. I just, I just people don't understand, and it's like that's fine, but right. They also don't try to ever understand. So no, absolutely, and it's not. just a vicious cycle where it feels like a lot of the time they're literally just fighting with themselves. And I don't know. I don't have to tell people. Anyways, go on yep. the go on the Square Enix shit. <laughs> so there was a Square Enix presents Ugh. today. Uh, we'll probably. 
we chat about this as we feel needed as yeah. we go, so we don't have to circle back. But uh, yeah, yeah. first up, we had Outriders, a cinematic new trailer showing off many of the monsters in the world, or and the world, Enoch. Uh, showed off a story trailer that set the backstory for the game, uh, the four different classes and what the gameplay looks like for those who have not tried the demo. I still haven't played it. No, I just heard so many people talk about how bad it was and it's been downloaded and I just haven't given it a shot yet. Uh, anyway, this was um, they also announced the game's in-game content, uh, which is going to be called Expeditions. It looks like you're going to be traveling around with like a, a caravan of sorts and you can upgrade the caravan and it looks cool. Um, but I, we'll see, because uh, a lot of people had not so positive things to say about this. Uh, next up, we had the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider. Uh, they talked about the Netflix anime series, the new live action movie, uh, crossovers with Ghost Recon Breakpoint, War of the Vision, Final Fantasy, Brave Exvis, um, Tomb Raider Cookbook. So you can. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. Sure. You know, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like this is almost more of a fucking greedy ploy than what we just talked about. <laughs> Come by our Tomb Raider fucking uh, What the fuck is <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Whatever. Uh, the Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Trilogy, uh, <clears throat> which is a digital bundle that has all three of the reboot games. Uh, and also, Croft Manor will be joining uh, Fortnite, Fortnite as yeah. a playable adventure in creative mode on March 23rd. Because crazy. Laura Croft is a now a character in Fortnite. Good for that, um, man. That's pretty crazy. It's crazy. It's wild. Um, mobile games. So they announced Just Cause Mobile. They just gave us a cinematic trailer. No clue on what the gameplay will actually look like. And this will be coming soon to Android and iOS. Uh, Hitman Sniper Assassins. A very brief cinematic uh this was no gameplay shown at all but it does hint that there may be co-op of some sort uh and this will be coming sometime to android and ios space invaders take over reality this is an ar mobile game that is kind of in like an alpha beta stage right now and you can subscribe on space or square.enix-games.com for a chance to participate in the playtest if you really want to get into a Space Invaders AR game. Um, next up, we had the Tato section of the show, which was odd and meant nothing to anybody in the States, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Tao Hao Spell Bubble. This was clearly for their Japanese audience. And I, yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, this is a Bubble Pop anime gotcha game. Um, may already be out, but it's getting new content on March 25th. I don't know. I didn't research it either. I'm sorry. It's it's fine. It's a thing. I love uh, the bubble games, Cosmic, man. Yeah. Darius <laughs> Cosmic Revelation, a side-scrolling space shoot 'em up available for Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. Uh, bubble Bobble for Friends, The Baron is Back. This is uh, kind of an arcade platformer party game. This is available for Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4, but the part that was very confusing about this, it says uh, via Strictly Limited Games website for Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. I don't know if it's only physical and there's no digital yeah. version. I, I don't, limited I, run I, games? Ooh. Huh? Limited run games? No, limited. It's strictly limited games website. I don't know. I don't what? know what the fuck it is. 
I have no clue. Oh, I took it as like Bubble Bobble Four is only going to be like through limited like, run games. Like you know, no, what I'm talking about limited, limited run, run, right? The guys at Limited yeah. Run, yeah, yeah, yeah. It Serious. strictly limited games website. Because that's what right. I thought at first. Yeah. So anyway, okay. uh, the Steam page <laughs> is open now, so there's that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Marvel's uh, Avengers. So now we're back into the the Square Enix Crystal Dynamics section of this. Uh, this is now available for PS5, Xbox Series X, and Series S with various enhancements. And this is a free upgrade for those who have bought the game. Uh, this extended gameplay trailer for Hawkeye that showed off a decent amount of his moveset, which also included some Ronin moves, which I thought was kind of neat. That was a, a nice little callback. Um, um, so uh, if for those of you that don't know who ronin is it's like uh hawkeye's other alter ego kind of when he goes a little bit rogue um and it also showed off some of the story missions they also gave a roadmap for future content coming in 2021 operation hawkeye future Im- imperfect yeah. uh tachyon anomaly red room takeover project omega wasteland patrol and at the end of this they also teased that black panther is coming to the game through an expansion uh that is set to come out later this year which i do believe that every like all dlc for this game is supposed to be free so i don't know what this exactly looks like unless this changes but we'll see um, Balin Under or Wonderworld, a new trailer for this co-op adventure game featuring a decent amount of gameplay. Um, available March 26th. I know there's a lot of people looking forward to this, but there's nothing about this game that entices me in any way, shape, or form. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Life is Strange: True Colors. So the next adventure in the Life is Strange world is coming soon. Um, this is about a girl that moves to a small region remote town to reunite with her brother after growing up in a foster care system uh, shortly after her brother dies and uh, the events surrounding surrounding her brother's death are rather suspicious so she uses her ability to read what people are really feeling or thinking to figure out what truly happened uh, the game has been in development since 2017 and will release on September 10th as one complete story rather than episodically like some previous Life is Strange games. Uh, Life is Strange and Life is Strange Before the Storm will release together in a remastered collection this fall and will be included in the Life is Strange True Colors Ultimate Edition. Um, And most of these stories are like vaguely related to each other in the Life is Strange. I I personally don't play these games. I don't really get into narrative games. Um, But Supposedly, there's some characters in True Colors that are from Before the Storm. So that's kind of their vague connection in some way, shape, or form. But I I, I don't know what it is exactly. Uh, again, haven't played them. Um, next up, they showed off Project Athea, uh, which is the working title. And then they announced the, the actual title for it moments later. But the official title is Forspoken. And they showed off a cinematic, tr- cinematic trailer that uh, had the main character Frey Holland and a, uh, as she says it, a motherfucking dragon. Um, the trailer went on to show some traversal and combat within the game, and this is set to come out in 2022. And this, uh, at the end of this, they announced that there will be another Square Enix presents this summer. Tried to rattle through that as quickly as I possibly could because we're. Yeah, you did a good job. <laughs> you did a good job, man. You did a good job. Yeah. Uh, anything here catch your eye at all? Um. Netflix anime series that's pretty cool. Um, all yeah. the Tomb Raider stuff's neat. The stuff in Fortnite's really cool because they did three versions of her. 
so they have um like a early version of her like um you know classic not not with the not with the triangle boobs but like the norm like they they got rid of that but but she's got a less detailed face less detailed body then they've got like a secondary one and then they've actually got like the full one like where where she has like as much detail as possible that they can yeah. meet the art aesthetic of you know of mm -hmm. uh Fortnite. that's pretty cool um that's already causing youtube videos like this one titled laura croft Fortnite skin thick <laughs> well that's because Fortnite uses the same model for their all of their males and females pretty much pretty much like yeah identical yeah so it's already um, loved by fans um the tomb raider cookbook confused but hey, you know, we'll give it her, I mean, I'll, I'll take a look at it. I mean, uh, do they have like a recipe up here that's already in here? Do they have like anything I, that's leaked I from didn't it? I not see anything. No. No. Ed said like, he's going to be getting a cookbook just to see what it's about. <laughs> here's one for the Barnes and Noble. It's uh, official on here. Fish cookbook and travel guides, a thrilling and delicious tutorial on recipes inspired by the cultural history of the many locations Lara Croft has visited throughout their 25 years of global adventures. Bring the taste back home to you. Based on the hit Tomb Raider video game franchise, this book features over 40 recipes inspired by the many locations. Um, there's none in here. Yeah. Hmm. You think Hoosier yeah, Pie is one? I'm also not a massive. Hey. <laughs> I'm not a uh, a huge Tomb Raider fan. I mean, not to cookbook level of Tomb Raider fan. What? I enjoy the games, but they're fine. Chat's getting dirty over here. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing Laura Croft's steam buns. Uh, time to raid Laura Croft's eggs. That's that seems like that could be an issue. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Nick, Nick's um, first one was double D eggs. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Don't know. Um, I'm so out of the life is strange games. This was uh, actually probably the most interesting one to me because again, I don't, I don't really care for narrative things. I'd rather just watch a movie at that point, but this one actually did look like it, it could be pretty good. And most of them have been good. I mean, people love these games, but uh, the uh, Forspoken. I'm, I'm actually really excited to see more of what that game is because it looked it looked gorgeous, um, and there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. Space Invaders is pretty cool because it's all AR. Yeah, I don't understand what an AR Space Invaders game really looks like at this point. Oh, they showcased. Um, they showed a little bit of it. No, 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 no. no. They they showed it off a long a long time ago. Oh, at, yeah, um, they did. Apple didn't event. They? Um, yeah, the iPhone twelve that. or the iPhone eleven. When they first put the LiDAR sensor in the back for the augmented it's, reality. It seems like some of these companies still keep trying to go after this mobile AR platform. And they just don't seem to be doing well. I mean, if Minecraft yeah. can't be successful with it. Well, Pokemon Go, think... people turn it off. Right. Right? Yeah, it's... I mean, like people turn that know. shit off and then it's done. I think it's just cool that they're going to use an older IP like that. And they're, yeah, they're going to put a new tech yeah. to it. That's why I like it. Um, because I'm, I'm an old video game fan, but what, yeah. What just cause mobile is going to be? Because it looked like there was a team of four, but I 
I mean, the last game wasn't received all that well anyway. And on top of that, I just I don't feel like mobile is a great platform for something like that. If you wanted to do like a four person co op just cause, just do a do a console version of well, it. Well, the, the evolution of mobile has changed too, right? Because it's like at first it was nobody wants to play the game on like your your iPad or your iPhone right. or your Android device because it just looks like shit. Right. Yeah. And now they look really good. Like Fortnite this on an true. iPad looks good, but it's terrible to play because there's the controllers are shit. And then by the time it's like, well, you can just sync up your PS5 controller. Well, why wouldn't I just pay my play my fucking PS5? Right. Instead of a a three inch screen. <laughs> three inch like, screen, I can play like on the like the seventy inch screen behind me, right? Right. So it's like, why would I why would I do that? Right. And it's like, well, you can do it on the go. It's like, but why would I take my PS5 controller with me on a right. fucking airplane to play on my iPad? Like I got, I have those Razer Kishis, and those are fucking awesome. They're perfect. They fold up and sure, like, yeah. You can put them in your fucking pocket if you really want yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's but, still a peripheral yeah. that you have to spend a hundred dollars on. Right. It's still and your tablet not, is like two hundred bucks. And I know mobile games do exceptionally well, but most of them are like just simple touchscreen games for the most part. Yeah. Like I don't know if Just Cause is going to lend itself very well to a I, mobile I mean, game. Fortnite obviously did good on like iPhone and Android. I mean, it's still not on iPhone anymore, right? Right? Yeah, but, you can sideload it on Android, but yeah, other than that, um, yeah. And I mean, even Call of Duty Mobile does very well too. It has its own like esports league, right? And um, yeah. it, it does exceptionally well. And they don't allow you to use controllers with that. I'm pretty sure. I think you have to use touch controls for the competitive aspect of it but i'm not that's, I, that's been a while since the last time i looked that at is anything crazy there, but, um but yeah but, i mean that's yeah, like the evolution know, of it you know so it's like i don't know I, maybe maybe someone I, will like it i want to try outriders i need to play this demo and see what this is all about because i know everybody's shitting on it but I love the world they've created here. Like everything they've created with these trailers and stuff look really cool. And if yeah. they can iron out this this gameplay and stuff later on, that I mean, it would be worth picking up at a later point. But I want to try this demo out and kind of get my taste. Well, on I'm it. coming I over Saturday, but we're gonna play like other games. But like Saturday night, you want to like yeah. download it and then we play it because I'm probably gonna head back. Oh, it's downloaded. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll download it on mine and then we, let's jump on there. Yeah. And try it out and see. It yeah, it's, I think it's worth a shot. But I mean, overall, this event was, eh, I, I don't know. I, it seemed for the first, I, this is the first Square Enix Presents that we've had, isn't it? I mean, aside from like your normal E3, I can't remember. Like You mean like ever? Yeah. I mean, aside from EA or from uh, E3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we've had one. Yeah, but. And for the first one, this was kind of, yeah, it's fine. I mean, again, they started off with a game that so far has not been critically panned very well. Uh, big part here is the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider, and then they showed off their their new IP, the uh, the Forspoken. And to me, and obviously Life is Strange is massive for, for them as well. Oh, yeah, huge. But I mean, yeah. Square Enix is like, I mean, they've obviously they've got some big IP, but yeah. They've got big IP that takes a long time. Oh yeah, I mean, so. Final Fantasy games take eternity to make. So yeah. and and they also didn't hit it very good with Avengers, and I'm sure that they would have liked yeah. to have really nailed that because they would have probably made so much DLC for that shit. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I think overall this was kind of I don't know why Square Enix really had this event. I don't know if there was really any big need for this event, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Uh, it was yeah. fine. I mean, they're they're a company that you know makes a, makes good money in America, makes a lot of money in Japan. This is true. And you know, maybe this is just like their entrance for us, and they just want to you know include us in it, right? I mean. They don't have to, and they'd still be fine, and we'd still buy their games, or a lot of people here would buy their games, and they'd still make a shit ton of money in Japan, but I think maybe they're just like, hey, you know what, we did the Marvel's Avengers thing, maybe this is like a better way for them to understand their market here, you know, so, cool, all right, guys, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Diggity Podcast, um, I'm available on uh, PlayStation, uh, my PSN is Maple Jeff. And mine is Luscious Brody. You can find me at Luscious Brody on just about anything and everything. I have now made it across the board. My God, he did it. I um, did it. I also love how you they posted that photo happen. of um, uh, your character <laughs> in COD holding the gun. <laughs> <laughs> I had Holding to, the what was man. it, like an M16 or what was it? Yeah, it was my M16. Yeah. I, I didn't put it on Twitter because I, I found a GIF for it instead. But GIF, sorry. Sorry, a GIF. A GIF. I don't really a care. GIF. I just call it a GIF because <laughs> the guy who invented it's his technically last name. His last name's GIF, so I'm like, he probably right. wants credit. Um, guys, leave us a review. It helps us out a ton. Thank you for those who have reviews in the past. Until next time, stay safe. Um, I don't know. Go out and do something. Fuck, get out there. Get some sunlight for our East Coast friends here because finally it looks like we're going to get some decent weather. <laughs> We out here looking real fucking pale. (laughs) (laughs) 